Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Punnett Podcast. My name is TJ, I'm coming off of 48 and slowly wanting to die. I'm Chris, uh, I'm just living life, you know, <laughs> chilling, ready, uh, to, ready to record. So today we will be doing our big topic of the AFC Power Rankings based on skill, as well as some quick news throughout the league and we actually have some more football to talk about. Uh, we won't go over every game just because this would be a five-hour podcast at that point. But we will hit some of the highlights kind of throughout and give our, some of our opinions on some of the scores. So, wow. <laughs> I guess we should first start off with the uh, news throughout the week, you think? Uh, yeah, might as well. All right. Uh, first bit of news I got, uh, according to Chris Mortensen, uh, Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson might be available week one for the Colts. Um, I know initially they talked about anywhere between five to 12 weeks. It looks like Wentz is going to be out long term, but uh, as of the last report, they were looking like they might be available week one, uh, which is big news for the Colts, especially if they want to be competitive in the AFC South. Yeah, that's true. Um, also, Rashad Bateman is going to be out a number of weeks with a leg injury. Um, and then the Colts also extended their uh, GM, Chris Ballard, and their coach, Frank Reich, until 2026 which is a big extension for them. But, hey, if they keep uh, trending the right direction, it'll be worth it. Yeah, I'm not sure that they will continue to trend in that direction, but uh, we'll see. I still don't think Carson Wentz is the, um, the right guy. Um, and also, while I'm here, I'm just going to go ahead and do this. Um, I'm gonna, you remember last night when we were a couple nights ago, we were playing Rocket League and Ethan was texting me? Oh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead. Dumb gonna, hot take. I'm just going to go ahead and just put him on blast for this. Um, the quarterback, Eason, will not be the next Peyton Manning. I, I literally had this texted to me from one of our Colts friends. Um, he, I'm going to scroll back through here and read the actual text. Um, he's like, super cold take, but could you imagine um, if... Um, imagine part three... Carson Wentz misses week one and two, and Eason looks like the next Peyton Manning. I was like, that's a that's a pretty bad take. He goes, Eason doing the horrible today, especially for his first game in two years. I'm like, Eason's is not the answer. He's like, dude has a cannon. I'm like, cool. So did Jacoby Brissett. Uh, Brissett couldn't read a defense, though. It doesn't help our receivers have been hurt every year. I said, Eason is, a, at best, a French starter like Gardner Minshew. And or, a, or a Drew Locke on a bad team. See, I still think there's potential for Drew Locke there. Um, I think he just needs a better, I guess, coaching system, if that makes sense. Like, I can sit there and I can see it. I think his questionable decision-making is bad, but, like, he's got all the other tools there, so maybe it's just in between the ears is where the issue is, which is a big part of the game. Yeah. Uh, But, yes, Ethan, I have officially just, really? Really, that's your take? Uh, you'll do better with Wentz than you will with Eason. Eason probably won't be in the league in another five years. Yeah. Uh, other news, the Seahawks released Alden Smith. Uh, Russell Wilson was considering reworking his deal to help re-sign Dewan Brown and uh, Adams. And speaking on Adams, he also signed a four-year, $70 million extension, which that's a big payday for him. That's a meaty payday. Highest paid safety in the uh, history. Yes. Until um, 
Adrian Amos gets his payday, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't think he's better than uh, Jamal Adams. Ah, oh, look, a reasonable take from you about the Packers. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just you look at the game film and yeah. no, absolutely. Jamal Adams can be all over the field. Adrian Amos is a good safety, but yeah. Jamal Adams is a good blitzer. He's a good uh, run defender. He's a good pass defender. He's just all over the place all the time. Adrian's more of a, I'll sit back here and pick you off when you make a mistake kind of guy. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and then the next bit of news was probably the bigger news. Uh, the NFL is going to try and crack down on the taunting. Um, Friggin' babies. Yeah, okay, so let, let, I think we're going to agree on this. And let's go ahead and let's just talk about this. I think they should just remove this rule. Let them taunt. It, it adds that competitive fire to the game. It adds all, you know. Oh, I agree. I, I think it's ridiculous that they have this now. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I agree. It's it's dumb, but uh, what are you going to do about it? Trying to figure out what the best way uh, to explain what the new taunting rule is. Um, pretty much I know they can't, like, insinuate anything. They can't get in the face of anyone. They can't... Serious? Yeah. Um, so this is from the NFL Players Association. Coaches and competition committee have all made a strong statement regarding respect among everyone on the field. Uh, we saw an increase in actions that are clear, clearly enough in the spirit and intent of the rule and not representative of the respect to the opponents and others on the field. Game officials have been instructed to strictly enforce taunting rules, and players and coaches are reminded that two taunting penalties committed by an individual will result in automatic disqualification. In addition, the taunting player may be fined and or suspended, depending on the severity of the actions. Oh my goodness. Yes. This world is way too soft anymore. Um, And they will also include uh, trash talking as taunting as well. Come on. That's the name of the game. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I, I think this is ridiculous, um, and I, I don't agree with it. I think you just just let them play. I mean, yeah. could you imagine if like they just took like if they just got rid of just trash talking in general? You wouldn't get that competitive fire that brings out some people. I mean, it's still gonna happen. You can't enforce this, you know. I think they're gonna regret it. Oh, absolutely. I just, I think this is extremely dumb. I don't think it should be a thing that they're doing. Oh yeah, I I 100% agree. But, um, sadly, it is what it is. I just got a defensive touchdown. (laughs) On your Madden game? Maybe. So if you ever wonder what um, we're like as a co-host here, I'm sitting here. I've got news pulled up. I've got show notes pulled up. I'm at my computer. I'm I'm checking the audio qualities. I'm doing all this stuff. And Chris is playing Madden or MLB The Show. Hey, uh, I'm over here with my <laughs> on his PlayStation pulled up <laughs> on his PlayStation, which is funny. <laughs> like if you ever just knows like because uh, I've had some people knows like wow you talk a lot on the podcast and Chris like just chimes in every once in a while this is why <laughs> hey I feel like I, I mean a pretty decent amount no you, you, you and do a good job I, I just 
I just like to play video games when we uh, <laughs> when we chat sports and all that good stuff. No, absolutely, I get you. I uh, can't wait. Can't wait till we're both playing Madden games against each other while recording. That'll be a lot of oh, fun. Oh, that one. That would. That would not be good for the viewership. <laughs> you might be cussing up a storm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's an explicit button there for a reason. Uh, That's true. <laughs> um, it came out that. Uh, Justin Herbert and Derwin James of the Chargers are more than likely not going to play for some of the preseason. Um, uh, I think they should play Justin Herbert. I would agree with Herbert, maybe like a series or two still. Uh, right. But Derwin James, not necessarily. I think he's kind of established himself as one of the top safeties in the league. Yeah. Um, Schobert was traded from Jacksonville to the Steelers for a pretty much minimal compensation. I think it was like a sixth-round pick, I think it was. Uh, what was that trade? Uh, Schobert traded from Jacksonville to... Oh. Yeah, I don't know the details of that. I know uh, there was one trade that was made for like a seventh-round pick. Like hey, that's the trade I have, the trade I got coming up next uh, involving Miami. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. Okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But you're fine. <laughs> uh, I want to get the full details on here because that trade kind of surprises surprised me. I'm talking about the Sherbert deal here. Yeah, because he was he's a good linebacker. He, he's a good linebacker. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, and I'll I don't want to get onto a rant about Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, Joe Sherbert was traded to the Pittsburgh Steelers for yet a six-round pick. Huh. Um, that that's a steal, in my opinion. Yes, because they got they got Sherbert over there, and then I think uh, um, Devin Bush or the the, the 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 one Bush dude. I think he can be really good. And then you got you know T.J. Watt on the outside. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so if he if he gets re-signed, yes, uh, Schrober joined the Jaguars uh, last off season. Yeah, last off season on a five year, fifty three point seven five million dollar deal, um, and he spent his first four seasons with the Browns. Why did they trade him? So, I, th- all right, I guess I'll go ahead and get on my rant on Jacksonville. All right, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure if Jacksonville's GM knows what the hell's going on. Um, and I know they've had a bit of issues in Jacksonville lately when it comes to the medical side and all this other stuff. Um, so I wonder, like, I don't, I'm not going to pretend I know the inner workings of everything here, but when you've had the issues that they've had where they've had the most, um, like, complaints to the NFLPA about medical conditions and training camps and stuff like that, I still think there's a lot of changes happening within that organization internally that we're not necessarily seeing yes like yeah. um you know the the cons that obviously they own uh the jaguars um it you know like for me like i watch a lot of uh, wrestling tony khan is shahid khan's son he does he runs that yeah. um so I don't know. I, I don't want to say that they're taking their attention off the Jaguars because I still think their attention is fully on the Jaguars. But I wonder if there's still so much changeover because you know they got a new coach, got a new GM, got all this other stuff. I wonder if this isn't the GM going, "No, we want guys that we bring in that are going to fit our mold." Right. Um, that's personally what I think it is. Uh, but Jacksonville needs to get consistency, or 
no one's not going to want to go there, and they'll keep being in this picking top five. You know, you had that one good year. You were just telling me four years ago, the twenty seventeen uh, Saxonville yeah, twenty seventeen when they went to the AFC Championship game. I believe is what it was. I could there's, be wrong, but I believe that's what. That I was. and if I remember correctly, there's only one player still on that team, uh, or at least on the defensive side, and that's Miles Jack. Yeah, Miles Jack. Yeah, you could be right. Um, but like that's a, a, a full roster turnover in four years when you're at the AFC Championship game. That's not ideal. No, not even a little bit. But um, but best of luck to uh, Schobert. He's a great, I believe it, I can't remember if it's him or his wife, is a great TikTok follow. Uh, <laughs> because that's actually how I found out about the train. I was scrolling through uh, TikTok. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and um, I had to go put that down because it was like, uh, you know, leaves Cleveland for Sonny Phillip, you know, for Sonny Jacksonville, signing a five-year deal, buys a house, buys all this stuff. It goes, but then gets traded to cold Pittsburgh and has to rebuy everything again. God dang it, I liked it down here. Dion Lewis retired. We'll, we'll wait for, to go on the trade now because I'm going to go on some other things. Okay. Um, yes, Dion Lewis did retire because technically the trade happened, uh, like the the Finns trade happened after um, the games this weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I heard that he retired even with interest with several teams. Yeah, that's, that's what I had read as well. Uh, my guess is he wanted to stay in one place that one place was like we're not going to make this happen and he's like nope uh, you know or maybe he was wanting another ring or something and wanted to go to a contender and wasn't willing to go to a uh, you know again I'm not going to pretend I know but right uh, you know that's the only few things I could consider where you know you're not wanting to go or maybe the money wasn't right or the years or you know I mean there's so many different things that could happen right never really know until they tell you the story yeah uh, so, I, next on my show notes, we've got um, the preseason game. So, Chris, would you like to go over um, how we did this weekend predicting? Uh, I suppose. Okay, so everybody goes back to our last episode. You can you can uh, go ahead and listen to what we predicted for the scores. I don't think I need to go over those. Um, but Washington and the uh, New England. The final score there was 22-13. New England won. Uh, TJ, you guessed the score perfectly, which uh, gets you three points. I put you two, but for some reason I... Well, because I didn't get... Because I I guessed 21-14, not 22-13. Right. You would have gotten four had you gotten the perfect, perfect guess. Yes. You you guessed the... (laughs) The total points, correct. Wait, I think... Oh, I know why you only got two. You didn't guess the correct winner. Yes, I, I, I had, um, what was it, Washington winning? Yeah, you yeah. stupid dumb idiot. <laughs> didn't you have Washington winning too? Maybe. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> I didn't get any points for that game. Oof. Yeah. Uh, and then the next game was the Steelers at the Eagles. Um, the final score there was 24-16. to 16. Uh, your total points predicted was 27, mine was 31, the overall points was 40, so I won that, but, uh, well, I didn't fix it on that one either. I got two points there, and you got one, we both predicted Pittsburgh was going to win it. Um, and then Tennessee at Atlanta, uh, Tennessee 
mop the floor with Atlanta winning 23 to 3. Uh, I predicted they win. You'd predicted Atlanta would win. What what were you thinking? I was thinking, you know what? It's preseason. Let's ball out. Uh, I was so close to getting perfect score or the the perfect final score. It was, they scored 26. I guessed, or no, that was you actually. You guessed twenty-seven, and I guessed thirty-five. Nah. So we both got one because you were closer to the score, and I picked the correct winner. Uh, Buffalo at Detroit. Uh, Buffalo won in a nail biter by one point, sixteen to fifteen, totaling thirty-one points. My total points guess was thirty-seven, and for some reason, TJ's was fifty-six. <laughs> um, uh, uh, we, I predicted the Bills would win. For some reason, TJ thought the Lions would pull a 14-win <laughs> dub out of their butt. It's but preseason. Whatever. So I got two points for that one. TJ didn't get any. Uh, Cowboys at Cardinals. I predicted the Cardinals would win as well did TJ. The Cardinals did win. We both got one for that. Woo. And then... TJ, you got an extra for getting closest to the final score. Final score was 35. You guessed 38. I guess 37. Or 27. Um, Dolphins-Bears. I was disappointed with the outcome of this game. I wanted Miami to win it. but Yeah, uh, hey, me too. Um, we'll, guess, we'll talk about that. We guessed that my We both guessed Miami was going to win. Turns out Chicago won by 7. Total points scored in that game was 33. I was closer by five. I guess thirty-seven. You guessed twenty, so I only got one point, and you didn't get any. Uh, Broncos Vikings. To my shock, the Broncos completely wiped the floor with the Vikings, winning thirty-three to six. Yeah, what a pummeling. Yeah, it was. It was a weird game. Yeah, and I'm a little. Was... I'm a little salty because uh, I didn't think the Broncos were gonna win. We both predicted the Vikings were going to win. Yeah, I was... When I saw that, I was like, oh! Yeah. Uh, I only got one point. I was closer to the final score. Uh, They've scored 39 total. I predicted 31. You predicted 27. Uh, And then Saints-Ravens. Ravens win their 18th straight preseason game, which to me is completely unimportant. I'm glad we agree on that. But whatever. Um... I predicted the Ravens would win. TJ, you did not. Um, total point scored was 31. Uh, I guessed 30, and you guessed 34. I was a little salty with that game, too. I was one point off. So I got two. You didn't get any. That ends your three-game skit of not getting points. <laughs> uh, Browns at Jaguars. We I predicted the Jaguars were going to win. TJ predicted the Browns were going to win. You actually predicted the Browns' final score, but you were three or four points off of Jack, the Jacksonville's final score. It was twenty-three to thirteen. You predicted twenty-three seventeen. Damn. Um, which it didn't pan out for you because I predicted the closer to the final score than you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they scored thirty-six, and I scored thirty-four, or predicted thirty-four. So we both got one on that one. Um, Bengals or Buccaneers, I thought the Bucks were going to win. You thought the Bucks were going to win. I think we're shocked the Bengals won. Yes. <laughs> um, but, again, they, it's it's preseason. Right. Really, yeah, I mean. 
Right. And I guess none of the starters probably started for Tampa Bay, so that that makes sense. Um, they scored 33 in total. I predicted 32. You predicted 38. Again, off by one. I was a little bit salty. So I got one point. You didn't get any. Uh, Jets at Giants. So basically they stayed home. Um, yeah. The Jets won 12-7, to which I didn't think they would do that, but whatever. Uh, you predicted the Jets would win, and you were closer on the final score, so you got two points. I did not get any. Uh, Texans-Packers, um, well, we both missed it on this one. We should have flopped the scores. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we did not do very good predicting this game. The total points scored was 33. I predicted 45. You predicted 31. We both predicted Packers would win, so you get one point for the score. Woo! Uh, Chiefs at 49ers. Uh, Kansas City won 19-16. I predicted the 49ers would win, as did you. Um, I was closer to the final score of 35 with my guess of 38. You guessed 49, so I got one. You didn't get any. Uh, And Las Vegas... Or Seahawks at the Raiders. Uh, you, uh, I guessed the Raiders were going to win. You guessed the Seahawks were going to win by a landslide. Um, that didn't pan out for you. I got two <laughs> points for that. Uh, you didn't get any. Uh, final score was 27 combined. I guess 43. You guessed 55. Chargers at Rams. Uh, you guessed the Rams were going to win. I guess the Chargers were going to win. Uh, we both guessed the same final score, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize until we went through, uh, or I went through and put all the scores in. We just flopped our scores. Um, so we both got a point, but I got a point, an extra point for guessing the winner. Okay. And then last but not least, Panthers at Colts. Uh, final score was 21-18 to 18 Indy. Uh, do, do, do. You guessed the Panthers were going to win. I guessed the Colts were going to win. Uh, they scored 39 total. and I guessed 27. You guessed 49. So you got the point for the score. I got the point for the win. And as of right now, the preseason tally is I'm leading 20 to 13. Okay. That's pretty makeable, though. Yeah. I mean, that can I can be made up in one week alone. Yeah. Shoot, if you get it right, you get four points per one game. Yes. So, I don't know. I I think this is a fun little. No, game I agree. I love we're it. Playing with this podcast, but I I think it's gonna provide some nice rivalry as we go on. No, I agree. Some bragging rights. Oh hell yeah! We should definitely. Um, so you know how I mentioned getting a, a title belt for our. Um, football league that we're in we should we should just do it only for the podcast get a podcast championship belt oh dude that'd be cool (laughs) get like the get like a microphone with the football and everything on the center plates you know yeah that'd be awesome all right yeah we're gonna have to look into this (laughs) um and the loser still has to take a picture in their rival team jersey yes all right so let's discuss um the some of the preseason games at least um i do uh, so i do want to talk about the dolphins and bears um you know, while we'd like to discuss a general football um, 
like, like we said, Chris and I, like, I mean, Dolphins fan, he's a Packers fan. So obviously we're going to discuss in length about our team's games more importantly than the other ones. Um, sorry if that seems a little unfair. It's our podcast. Go start your own. Uh, <laughs> Dang. <that's- laughs> um, but I do want to talk about the Dolphins real quick. Um, I thought that the final score was not, you know, a fair showing of how that game went. Um, and I'm probably going to get Bears fans all up in my shit, you know, and that's fine. I don't care. You, you, suck. Boo. <laughs> you guys have a less chance of winning your division than we do. Uh, but yeah, we got a rod up in the house. You ain't winning it. Get out of here. But I do want to talk about, I thought Tua looked really, really good besides the interception in the end zone. Um, I thought his throws were accurate because uh, he went, but let, let me just go ahead and get the full stat line for two out here. But uh, I do want to talk about the interception real quick while I do that. I, me and my dad kind of disagree on what we saw on the throw. Um, I thought it was more Tua making a misread versus where my dad thought it was the um, the tight end not going towards the ball. And I mean, both, both could be true, but Tua did go 8 for 11 with 99 yards. Um, one pick, you know, no no touchdowns, no sacks, no rushing attempts, uh, and as long as it was a 50-yard touchdown throw. Well, not 50-yard touchdown, a 50-yard throw. Um, I thought he looked really well. For me, I was more looking at how does his feet work look? How does, you know, he look in the pocket? How does he, you know, just look in general getting back into game pace, you know, after a year of rehabbing the hip injury? And I thought he looked really good. I, I'm also a big Tua fan, so I'm going to be a little biased on that. I know everyone's going to be like, oh, his passer rating was 62.9. It, it's preseason. He had 11 attempts, you know. Um, I would like to see maybe a little more aggressiveness out of the offense when we get to the red zone because I didn't think we did the best in the red zone. Um, but then again, it's preseason. You probably don't want anyone getting hurt, uh, which will lead me to my next point. So we had Jalen Waddle taking a punt return at one point, and I saw, I believe it was on the Dolphins' wire, I saw them trash him for running out of bounds. It um, is it is week one of preseason. of preseason. You do not let your guy you just drafted in the first round get waylaid by some scrub who we probably won't even make the starting roster and end his season before it starts. If you want to run out of bounds, by all means, save your body and run out of bounds. Yeah, I mean, was he about to get hit when he ran out Yeah, of there was no was... window that he yeah, could have okay. gotten extra. He just he saw, that, like, okay, this gap is closed. I'm going to run out of bounds. I'm fine with that. Do that. I'd much rather you do that than risk getting lit up. <laughs> I would do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I, I read that and I saw some people online talking about it too. I'm like, are you guys dumb? Honestly. Yeah, like, that, that's very stupid in my opinion. Um, I, Jalen Waddle, that is smart of him. Yes. To just run out of a hundred percent. I mean, you still got an NFL career ahead of you. Even if this was the regular season, if there's no lane, I'd rather you run out of bounds and make sure we keep the ball than get lit up and risk injuring the ball or even worse, or not, I shouldn't say even worse, turning over the ball or, or even worse, injuring yourself. I had that foot flopped. Yeah. But, we don't care if the ball gets injured, but we care if the Jalen Waddle gets injured. Yeah. Um, also, and this is where I'm probably going to get a lot of flack from, Justin Fields did not look great when we had our first and second team defenses in. You notice it was after halftime when we started a third and fourth squad, people competing for practice squad and the third and fourth stringers. That's when he started looking great. So, in in my opinion, um, 
I heard I've heard a lot of praise from Justin Fields for that game, but the one touchdown pass that I saw, his tight end was wide open, mm-hmm. wide open. Again, it's because he was facing third and fourth string competition. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and don't, I'm not trying to take away from Justin Fields. I think he's still going to be the second best quarterback out of this draft, but. I don't think he, like, now they're talking about how the Bears might have a chance to win the NFC North is one take I heard on ESPN. I'm like, are you high? What? Yeah. <laughs> like, the, oh, they start Justin Fields. They might have a chance to win the NFC North. Their their defense is better, and Justin Fields can just make plays. And I'm like, bruh, it's one preseason game. Let's pump the brakes on the reactions here. Let's see next week when he starts getting, uh, you know, QB1 and starter reps. Then let's see how well he does. I'd like to see him because I don't, in my opinion, I don't think preseason means anything. It means a little bit, but it's just to get you back up to. It's like a it's like a very high end practice that owners can make money for. Uh, Yeah, and and I want to see Justin Fields play in a regular season game. What he does in a regular season game, in my opinion, will determine how good and how consistent he can be as an NFL starting quarterback. Um, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I watched. I thought he would. I thought he did good. I'm not going to say he's. I'm not going to sit here and say he didn't look good. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's a, you know, also I just want to say, Miami didn't have some of their big starters in for the defense. We didn't have Xavier Howard. We didn't have Byron Jones. We, you know, I mean, there are people that we had left out. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, you get you get those first team defensive players in, and then we'll see what Justin Fields can actually do. But overall, I was I was happy with the way the Dolphins starters performed. The, the third and fourth team, like after the first half, I wasn't really caring. But the right. way that this, you know, if Tua can throw like that and maybe make a better read in the end zone, I'd like to see him maybe try and run the ball a little more. But something my dad mentioned, he he's not a runner. He's more like. You know, he's not a Russell Wilson where he's going to run and scramble for yards. He's more like, again, I'm not saying this is what Tua is. He's more like an Aaron Rodgers where he'll scramble out of the pocket to make a throw, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, he's going to use his legs to extend a play and, instead of trying to run for a first down, which I'm okay with. I'd much rather him do that. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about the Packers game a little bit? Uh, I know you said you didn't watch it, but you watched highlights of it. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't get the game. Um, it, it they didn't show it on the NFL app where I usually get them. And then uh, uh, there's a website that I go to that is not quite up and running yet, yo so I couldn't get ho, a do there. Yo ho, a pirate's life for me. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not naming any websites so that way nobody knows. But I'm, I'm gonna need that website link later, though. <laughs> maybe. Okay. Yeah, I give, I give it to you. Uh, no, from what I saw, saw from Jordan Love, though, um, I was relatively happy with. I mean, he went 12 for 17, 122 yards, and a touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, they didn't really let him. From what I heard, they didn't really let him go until like the first long third down of the game. There's kind of just dink and dunk passes and. Uh, just to get him acclimated with the speed of the game, kind of. And, I I mean, I liked what I saw. I, I, the touchdown pass that he threw was uh, it was a 22-yard 22, 22 touchdown to Keelan Hill, I believe. Mm-hmm. If I can. I think, it, yeah, it was Keelan Hill. Keelan, if that's how you say his name. But, or yeah. Keelan, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, I mean, 22-yard touchdown, that's, that's a pretty decent touchdown, even even for a preseason game. And I, and I didn't see the touchdown, but, uh, yeah, just just from what I heard, he's he's making decent reads. He's, he's making sure he protected the football. Um, so as, as of just one, preseason, one half of preseason play, I, I liked what I saw out of Jordan Love. Um, not so much out of what I saw out of the – the rushing statistics for oh never mind I guess Jordan Love did make a turnover he fumbled the ball darn it I didn't even know he did that okay well I guess that, that's a low light that's why I didn't see that <laughs> uh, and then Kurt Benkert what a weird name yeah he also fumbled the ball yeah stupid third stringer <laughs> Uh, but no, I was not really a fan of what I saw out of our rushing attack. Um, Keelan Hill, especially the that sixth round draft pick, seventh round draft pick this season, five rushing attempts for negative two yards. That's not good. Uh, AJ Dillon, the monster back that has got huge calves, uh, had one carry for one yard. I don't know if he just didn't play very much or or what, or if he got hurt, but. That's not very good. And then I don't even know who Patrick Taylor is. He got nine for 22. And then Dexter Williams, we drafted him, I think, two years ago. He got four for 32. So, I mean, preseason game, do you think you can run over a third-string defense a little bit better than that? But they're third and fourth-string running backs for a reason. So Yeah. Uh, overall, I mean, that fumble kind of disappointed me a little bit on Jordan Love's part. But throwing the football, I thought Jordan Love looked really good. And looks pretty promising for whenever Rodgers decides to hang it up in Green Bay or go somewhere else and play. Uh, which, another year behind Aaron Rodgers, I think Jordan Love's going to learn a lot more. Yeah, so, no, absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll see what he can do against the Jets. Uh, I hope they keep him in there for longer than just the half. Because mm-hmm. unless Rodgers gets hurt... Love ain't seen any football action all season, except for the preseason. So I would, if I was Green Bay, and you really want to know what you got out of that first-round pick from last year, you'd play him in these last two preseason games, in my opinion. But that's why they manage the team, and I do not. Oh, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. I think that's a, uh, I think that's a pretty good assessment. Yeah, I liked what I saw out of Devin Funches though. Six receptions for seventy yards. Yeah, I eight thought- targets. Thought he looked pretty good as well. Yeah. Hey, we got a DeAndre Tompkins. Is that yeah, DeAndre Tompkins? It's pretty close to DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty close. <laughs> uh, uh, but other than that, I don't really have any other takes, mainly because I couldn't watch it. Yeah. It'll be different once you watch it. Right, yeah. Um, all right, well, I think that'll be good on covering for kind of what we wanted to cover there. Um after the Bears-Dolphins game, Jason Peters signed with the Bears. So, Jason Peters. Uh, left tackle for the Eagles for the longest time. Really? Yep. I thought, I thought he sound, sounded familiar. Um, also, uh, Aaron Rodgers and uh, Bakhtiari, they want uh, Clay Matthews back, but the GM says no. I say no. I think that's stupid. Clay Matthews has not played meaningful football in two years, and Clay Matthews is washed up. Sorry to say, I love the dude. I loved him when he was in Green Bay, but he's washed. He's not yeah. as good as he was in Green Bay. 
I, I, for once, agree with the GM in saying no. We don't need them. Now, I have down here that the Ravens won their 18th straight preseason game, but was it 19? I thought I said 18. Okay, okay. I said 19. I meant 18. Okay. Uh, 18th uh, straight preseason game. Um, and does it matter? Uh, no, I don't think yeah. it does. It's, it's preseason. Either. Yeah. Start winning championships, and then then those wins matter. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Miller was released by Washington, which is kind of... I mean, obviously, we don't know how he looked because I don't pay attention to Washington. Um Jordan Love is day-to-day with um, a shoulder injury, I believe. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is there. The, I, he had an MRI, I think, um, Sunday I, after the game or Monday after the game. I think they there said, was a tackle that he had that he landed on his shoulder on. Oh, really? Yeah. They said that the MRI came back clean, so uh, he didn't practice yesterday, I know. It's probably just a stinger, and uh, hopefully he and gets it, back on the field. And it could be. Yeah. yeah I, I want him to get back on the field. I want him to play next or this week because I, I really want to see what he's capable of um because i mean he showed promise like i said he showed promise in that mm-hmm. week one week one game so i mean at 12 for 17 that's not bad in 122 for your first nfl action first game in how long i mean uh, I'm, since you've been drafted years yeah um the Dolphins made a trade with the Carolina Panthers. They got offensive tackle Greg Little, who was a former second-round pick in 2019, for a seventh-round pick. Uh, this kind of goes back to when they uh, traded, uh, was it Isaiah Wynn from the Titans for a seventh-round, sixth or seventh-round pick? It's a flyer to see if they can't solidify and get some experience on the offensive line. I'm okay with taking a risk like that because the dude is uh, back in college as an athletic freak. Um, but hasn't been able to translate it to the NFL. So maybe a change of scenery is good for him, and at the end of the day, it's a seventh-round pick. Yeah. You know, not really losing anything. Uh, Low-risk, high-reward type deal. Could have got a Tom Brady. <laughs> Could have got a Tom Brady, but um, two is going to be better. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not that delusional. Uh, you know. uh, Kevin White signed with the uh, New Orleans Saints. Yes, Kevin White, the wide receiver that used to be in Chicago. There's a Kevin. I don't even know who Kevin White is. Uh, yes, because he was injured all the time. Oh, so at least I, at least I think that's who. I mean, hey, let me let me make sure I'm getting my guys right here. But I'm pretty sure that's who it was. Um, a 29 year old was drafted in 2014. Has zero receiving career touchdowns. Oh my! God. He was drafted in 14 and has no touchdowns. Uh, if that's okay, so that's horrendous. If that's true, you've been in the league for seven years. He only has uh, he's only played seventeen games in his career. <coughs> that's one full season this year. Yeah, he. Uh, that is sorry. embarrassing. So twenty sixteen, he played four games, had nineteen receptions for one hundred eighty seven yards, no touchdowns. 17, he had one game played, uh, two receptions for six yards. 18, he had nine games played uh, with four receptions for 92 yards, no touchdowns. And 2020 with San Francisco, um, he had three games played, zero receptions, zero yards. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, He was a first-round pick. Are you serious? I am dead serious. Who drafted him? 
the Bears. Oh, what a friggin' waste of a pick. Yeah, let me let me read up here real quick. That's embarrassing if you're Chicago. I'm sorry. You want to guess what with, with what overall pick? Probably like the high. It probably higher than or lower than 16. Yes, much lower than 16. Like seventh. Actually, yeah, it was dead on seventh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> just threw a number out there. Uh, would you like to hear the wide receivers that were taken after him just in the first round? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Devontae Parker, Very Nelson better. Aguilar, Brashad Perryman, Philip Dorsett. And that was just in the first round. Um, other no notable. bangers, but. Uh, Devin Funchess in the second round. 2014, I think Devontae was taken. So this is 2015. Uh, oh. Tyler Lockett in the third round. What a liar. Lockett, um, yeah, he's a good guy. Chris Conley. Uh, yeah, uh, so here are the people that were taken right before uh, uh, Kevin White. Boy, this draft looks bad when you look at it. Okay, I guess it's not that bad. Uh, first overall, James Winston. Oof. Second overall, Saints. Marcus Mariota. Oof, he's on the Panthers? Raiders, I thought. Raiders, Raiders, right, yeah. Uh, third overall. Dante Fowler. He was a decent player for a while. Fourth overall, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper was taken six years ago? Yeah. Wow. I know, right? Crazy. Um, fifth overall, uh, Brandon Sheriff. I don't even know who that is. Offensive tackle was drafted by the then Redskins, now football team. Hmm. Wasn't good enough. Um, and then Leonard Williams by the Jets. Well, we know how his career happened. Yeah. <laughs> now I gotta look at. See, Brandon Scherf still in the league? I think he's still in the league. Look at this up now because now I'm curious. I don't even know who that is. Uh, yeah, he's still in the league. He's garbage. <laughs> he started, um, so in 15-16, he started 16 games. And 14, he started 14 games. 18, he started 8. 19-11. And 20-13. You know, I hate when receivers get hurt on a running play in Madden. <laughs> that is so dumb. Um uh, the Jags released Tim Tebow, so let's have a moment of silence for our boy Tim Tebow. Oof, that sucks for him. Yeah, oh well. Uh, and other news, Jamal <laughs> oh, <well>. Adams. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was never sold on Tim Tebow being a tight end or even coming back to the NFL or anything like that. I think I think he could be a quarterback. I think I don't even think he could be a backup on most teams. See, that's the thing. We haven't given him a shot, though. We don't know what he looks like. He looked like garbage as a tight end. So. But there's a reason why he left the NFL to go play baseball. Because he sucks. Yes, he had that he one. He, he had that one memorable play with the Broncos to beat, I think, the Steelers. Yep. Um, and then he created a meme in t- in Tebowing. You remember when that was a sensation? Yep. That's it. Well, right, but. He didn't do anything in baseball either. No, exactly. He just he he was a college standout and just didn't translate to NFL success. That's that's all that's all that happened, and that's okay. 
Made a fuck ton of money while doing it, though. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'd, I'd take what he did yeah. in a heartbeat. Uh, and more important news, Jamal Adams signed a four-year, $70 million extension. I think we kind of went over that already. Um, and then the Packers traded Josh Jackson to the Giants for Isaac Yedom, which is just a swap of cornerbacks. Yeah, I think they should have traded Kevin King, but that is my personal opinion. I don't think anyone wants Kevin King right now, and that's the issue. Well, I don't care. Cut him. He sucks. Uh, I think you know what this means, though, right? What? You know who the second best cornerback on the team is now, right? Uh, Eric Stokes. I was going to say Kevin King. It's Eric Stokes. I don't care what you say. It's Eric Stokes. (laughs) Uh, All right, you ready for our AFC rankings? Oh, I suppose so. All right, so these are, again, just like the NFC last week, these are based purely on skill. So it's not like what we think um, is going to end up being in power rankings by the time it gets to it all. Uh, Should we do a combined AFC and NFC at some point or no? Uh, If we have the time, we could. I don't really care. We'll figure that out later. It's not a good point. Start 16 again and work our way up. Uh, yep, works for me. Okay. Um, do you want to go first or you want me to go first this time? Uh, you go ahead. At 16, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oof, I have the Houston Texans. I think the Jaguars are more talented than what you are leading on. And it's very highly possible, but I think Deshaun Watson is an elite-level talent. I'm still under the – I'm putting it in the fact that he's on the team. Um, and I think that, you know, the Larry Tunsil is an elite-level talent. I mean, yeah, that's probably about where it ends, but because I, I mean, I have the Texans at fifteen, so. Uh, I mean, th- they went four and twelve with Deshaun Watson last year. Yes, uh, but who else was there for Deshaun Watson? Will Fuller, but he's no longer there. Randall Cobb. Okay, it's Randall Cobb. He's only good with the Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so I, I've got the Jags at sixteen, but I have the Texans at fifteen. I can't believe you don't have the Jets in the bottom two because I got them at fifteen. Um, I, I, I honestly the 14, 15, 16, I could have moved any of them anywhere and it would have made sense. Uh, I think the, I think the Jets are probably honestly worse than uh, Houston, but with Deshaun Watson's situation down there, I just had to put them last. I think the Jets added more talent in the free agency markets, which is why I've got them at fourteen. Nah, I think 14 is too much. But that's that's your opinion, not mine. Yeah, no, no. Who do you uh, got at I got uh, Denver Broncos at 14. Whoa, Denver Broncos at 14. Yeah. With a Vaughn Miller and all that even? He's washed. Oh, okay. I think um, Jerry Judy is about their only good uh, offensive player. Notable offensive player. I mean, I'm pretty high on Teddy Bridgewater, though, so that might vary. Well, Teddy Bridgewater is a mediocre quarterback. Wait. He's good, but he was really good before that leg injury. Wait till or, you see where I've got the Broncos on my list. You're going to be pissed. You probably got him in the top five, don't you? No. I was just going to say. <laughs> um, so at number 13, I've got the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I have... The New England Patriots at 13. I, I could see that because um, my number 12 is the New England Patriots. There you go. My number 12 is Jacksonville. Okay. 
I get it, and I can see that. Um, who's your number 11? Um, Las Vegas Raiders. Hey, I've got the Raiders at 11 as well. High five. Woohoo! Woo! Yeah, um, that, was, that was totally us slapping hands. Yeah. Um, We're not in separate towns or buildings. <laughs> no, I, I just don't think there's an immense amount of talent on the Raiders. Uh, Josh yeah, Jacobs I, is probably the best player. Yeah, I can agree with that. Well, they got um, the, um, that receiver. What's his name? Henry Ruggs, he's pretty good. Josh Jacobs is still the best player on that team. Well, right, but Henry Ruggs <laughs> is pretty good. Yeah, that's and that's why, that's why they're ranked 11. <laughs> uh, number 10, I've got the Denver Broncos. Why? They suck. I firmly believe in Bob Miller. I believe in Jerry Judy. I like Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, you know, they, I thought they added great pieces in the draft. Number 10, I got the Colts. Okay, I could kind of see that. Um, They're good defensively, and they have one decent receiver. And Jonathan Taylor. And it's Taylor. not T.Y. Hill. Hill. You think uh, it's, um, oh, what's his name? They just drafted uh, him out of USC. Yeah, the, the freaking the fast dude. Number yeah. 11, I think his number is. Nah, I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah. Um I don't know. I think Jonathan Taylor's more of a running back by committee kind of guy. He, he can, I don't think he can take the sole number one running back role. Also, I, I want to say on the Broncos, they got Bradley Chubb out there. Okay. Ronald Darby, Noah Fant. Okay, garbage. What's your point? Kyle Fuller. Melvin Gordon Kyle, third. Kyle Fuller played for the Bears, so he's immediately trash. <laughs> uh, Shelby Harris. I don't even know who that is. Kareem Jackson, Jerry Judy, uh, Drew Locke, whether you believe in him or not. I, eh. Not even a little bit. Um, you know, they got some good guards out there. Nope, I still stand by it. Tim Patrick? Tim Patrick? Yeah, he was really good fancy for like three weeks. Uh, Justin <laughs> Simmons? Eh. Pastor Tan? Colton I, Courtland I could Sutton? maybe I could maybe move them up to thirteen and push New England down to fourteen. Nah, they number ten. No. Who's your number nine? Uh, Cincinnati. See, I've got Miami at number nine. I got them a little bit higher than nine. I and I'm surprised you have Miami lower than that. I so or that low. I really wanted to move them up higher. There's there's one team I thought about taking out of my top five and moving them all the way down, but. They just seem to pull it out of their ass every time. And the, the eight teams in front of them, I couldn't make a, a logical argument of why I think this team is better. Because while Miami, I think, as a team is a good, the skill is just... Like, yeah, two is good. Jalen Waddle's good. Devontae Parker's good. The offensive line is meh. The defense just seemed to gel together as a team. So... I wanted to put them higher. I really did, but I couldn't make an argument amongst a few people coming up, you know? Like, number eight for me is the Chargers. Number eight for me is the Steelers. Uh, you know, I thought they had... I think the Chargers have a great offense. They've got a pretty decent defense when healthy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think the Chargers really did a lot in the the offseason. They got a great center in Lindsay. Yeah. I am salty that they got him, but he's gonna be a stud for them. And then he's also protecting probably one of the best young quarterbacks right now. We'll see if he has a good sophomore say, year. I would say so. I he, he had a great freshman year. It's now it's a matter of how well is he gonna adjust to defenses adjusting to him. Right. Um number seven. Chris, who do you got? The Chargers. I got the Colts at seven. I, I mean, I can see it. I, I really can. I just, I think the the quarterback situation in Indianapolis is what really gets me. Yeah. Uh, number six, uh, Miami. I've got the Browns. I got the Browns actually a lot higher than you may think. Um, I really wanted to put them into my top five. I really did. I have some question marks when it comes to their. Um, the linebacking core, a couple question marks when it comes to their offensive line. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I I I put uh, Miami at six because of the young talent that's on that team that still has yet to emerge. But what we saw in college has, yeah, promise. Well, I appreciate um, that. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, I put them at six. I I. I wanted to, like I said, I wanted to put them in the top five, but I just I wanted to as well, but I, I couldn't I couldn't put them above the Browns. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I didn't even put them above the Browns. Um, number five, who do you got? Oh, number five, I got the Baltimore Ravens. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers at five. At five. Dang it! I think you made me miss an extra point with that. <laughs> you did. I shanked it right. Gosh dang it. <laughs> um, I, I don't see it. Why? So that offensive line is atrocious. Yes. Big Ben is... Going to get lit up like a Christmas tree. He's yeah. falling down the Christmas tree. He's not falling down the Christmas tree. He's falling down the cliff <laughs> this year. <laughs> Uh, Christmas tree. Najee Harris. I don't even know why I said Christmas tree. I don't know what the fuck made me think Christmas tree. What the hell? Well, because I said he, he's going to get lit up like a Christmas tree. That's probably what it is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is just as good as an uh, offensive linebacker. Um, oh, yeah. You know, but still Big Ben's good. I think their wide receiving core is credibly underrated. I, I love Juju as a player. I love uh, Chase Claypool. I think they're both really good. Uh, that defense is still super elite, and I can't discredit that at all. Right, but I got to go off of kind of what I saw last year, too. And they were good against garbage teams when it didn't matter. But when it mattered against good teams, they were not good. Not even a little bit. Not even with that defense. Yes, they had linebacking, linebacker core issues with injuries and all that. But they still had TJ on the on the outside, and they still had big, big Ben at quarterback. But their defense just couldn't do anything, and neither could the offense run game wise. Big Ben was thrown fifty times a game, which I don't think he will do again. But I I don't think Pittsburgh is top five. I until otherwise proven, their sustained success will have me keeping them in the top five. Sustained success. Whatever. Uh, who do you got at number four? Caught that? Um, Tennessee. 
I have the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. I think that the improvements on the wide receiving core helped. I think they did a decent line of trying to shore up their offensive line. Um, Yeah, they traded away a big piece in the offseason to the Chiefs, but they still made a good job at replacing it. Um, Lamar is going to keep improving. You know, Dobbins, watch out for him. He's going to be a stud this year. Um, yeah, and if again, he that can touch the ball. And then again, that defense. I it, same way with Pittsburgh. I can't discredit that defense. They've probably got the best corners in the league, like the best one-two corners. Eh, I mean, maybe, but I don't know. I don't. I don't think Baltimore will be better than the top four teams I got this uh, season. Who do you got? Did you already say who's your number four? You said Tennessee, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who do you got at number three? Cleveland. I have the Titans. I think overall Cleveland's better. They got a, a their offensive line is good. They got a good receiving. Court. I mean, I can see why you put Titans at mm-hmm. number three because with the ad, the addition of Julio. Uh, but in my opinion, I think he's more than washed. Um, I think he's a good second receiver behind AJ Brown, and he probably will be because he he's not he's not nearly as fast. Uh, he's he's big, but he won't get nearly the double coverage coverages that um, AJ will. Yeah. Uh, so I think he'll get. I think he'll look better this year than he actually is, in my opinion. But uh, I just think Cleveland as a team is just a little bit better than Tennessee. I can see it. Like I said, I mean, you know, there's a bunch of different factors we each put in the, into this list, but I do want to talk about Ryan Tannehill real quick. I want your opinions on Ryan Tannehill. He's only good because of Derrick Henry. Okay. That's that's my opinion. That's It's true. I don't care who you are, what you say. It's true. So can I, do, you, do you want to hear mine then, or no? <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're just like I don't care about your opinions. I mean, this is true. Well, it, <laughs> it's that's all it is, though. In so, my opinion, he's a decent middle of the road quarterback, but he's made better because of Derrick Henry. I agree. So, like, obviously, he was quarterback for Miami for a long time. Yep. So you uh, have to watch him a lot. Yes, and he was one of those. He kept improving year by year by year by year, and they were and he was quarterback on bad Dolphin teams. Yeah. You know, and he kept improving year by year by year. And when we got rid of him, I was a little sad about it. Really? Yeah, because, I mean, I could I could have seen him keep progressing. And and then I saw him sign his contract. I thought, well, that was a little much, you know, a little more than what I would pay. Like, I still didn't, like, I could see him keep progressing, but I never thought he was going to be an elite-level quarterback. And I still don't think he's going to be an elite-level quarterback. I think Derrick Henry has a massive... Um, addition to what he is but I still think he's in the upper half you know a little above the midway point on quarterbacks and that's just because I mean like he does what he needs to do which is manage the game and not make any bad throws and that's what he did in Miami you know yeah um with the with him having Derrick Henry on that team that defenses just have to focus so much on Derrick Henry. Agreed. And they can't because if they if they leave too much of a hole, Henry's just gonna run them over. 
and run for 90 yards for a touchdown. And when you have that kind of a threat at the running back position, your playing quarterback just becomes so much easier. Yeah. I mean, so much easier because they got, I don't know, eight guys in the box, six, seven, eight guys in the box, and then you only got single coverages on the outside with maybe a single high safety. I just think it becomes easier with a really great running back. And I think if Tennessee had a uh, Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady or a Patrick Mahomes, I think Tennessee would be the most dangerous team in the league. I was like, uh, Tannehill's not going to win you any games, but he's not going to lose you any games either. Right. He, he's going to make the good, safe throws, which is really, at the end of the day, all you can really want out of your court. I know the... The, I know the stats community loves to point out, oh, well, he's first in this, and he's first in that, and he's second in this behind only Aaron Rodgers, or he's third in this behind Rodgers and Mahomes. But I the eye why. test but but the eye test doesn't show that to me. Right. And that's where you have to take the eye test and the analytics and put them together. Yeah, I... Yeah. I, I just still stand by my stance. If Derrick Henry was not in Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill would be... No better than what he was in Miami. Well, maybe fair. maybe a little bit because of the receivers he's got, but not much. Not much. Okay. Uh, who do you have at your number two? I think one and two is going to be pretty easy. Uh, Buffalo at number two, Kansas City at number one. Yeah, that's that's exactly how I've got it as well. Um, and I think if you got anything else, you are either smoking that good good or you're a complete homer. Um, <laughs> Because I could have gone up here and be like, oh, Miami number one. And just like, it, but, you know, one thing I think we both want to try and bring to this podcast is a sense of, yeah, I, I know Miami's on the up and up, but overall I still think they're probably this. You know, I, I, I still think they're going to make the playoffs. You know? Yeah. Like, I still think Miami has a better ch- chance of making the playoffs than the Chargers or possibly even the, the Browns or Steelers do. Because at the end of the day, Miami probably has an easier schedule, you know? That's true, but I don't agree. I think the Browns win that division. I think the Ravens win that division with the Browns taking it, uh, taking the wild card. But then you have Pittsburgh at five? Uh, Based on skill, yeah, but I I think the bigger issue here with Pittsburgh is going to be a lot of it's something if you watch urinating tree you'll you'll know um they tend to have a lot of drama i think the drama is going to be the downfall this year i mean okay i, I, I guess i think they've got but... the skill especially on the defensive side of the ball and i can't discredit what big ben has done and i think Najee harris is going to be a good level talent and i think their receiving core is extremely underrated but then yeah, I mean, I've got them at five based on skill, but when it comes to actually doing this year, I've probably got them below Denver. Below Denver? Yeah. No, but I think they fin- – I, I agree. I think they finished third in the division. Um, you know what? They could finish last in that division. Cincinnati is quietly a – really good team 
at least offensively. I don't know how what they got going on defensively necessarily, but offensively they are quietly. A they really also don't have much of an offensive line, team. so. Yeah, didn't they help that in the draft? Or did they not help? They that in the draft? they added a few pieces in the draft, but. I don't know. I I think. I think that that that's probably going to be the best division in the AFC, and. It's no doubt in the NFC that it's the uh, NFC West with the 49ers, Rams, and uh, Seahawks, and that that other team, Arizona. Yeah, that one. So currently where I'm at for like our full season predictions, I don't want to give too much away. I don't have the Bengals winning a game yet. And I'm not too far uh, in. I'm not too far in. I have not even started. Oh. Um, is that next week's episode? Do you want it to be next week's episode, or do you want next week to be our hot take episode? Uh, I don't know. I don't have very many hot takes. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll make the twenty fourth be our hot take episode, and the thirty first will be our actual season prediction. Yeah. Nope. It'll be the first. You dumb dumb. You work uh, forty eight, the thirtieth and thirty first. Ah, uh, yes, I do. Thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah. What are we doing the week of? Like, our... I feel like we're missing something here. Let's do the 24th. Let's do a mixture of the AFC and the NFC. The 31st, we're going to do our prediction, like our, our hot takes. And the 7th, let's do a full season prediction. Like record I think wise. the full season prediction on the 7th would be the best because the season starts the 9th. The 9th, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, let's do that then. Okay, so what what's my homework for this week? Uh, we will do a combined NFC and AFC rankings. And, and let's make this not based on skill, just truly what we think the best teams are, where they're going to finish on the year. Like, okay. We just did them by skill. Now let's go by where we think they're going to finish the year at record-wise. Okay. Um, I still have a question. Or, how, are you, how are you doing your uh, your predictions? Because, like, like, your season predictions? Because the way I was going to do it was just get a picture of every team's schedule and then just edit it W or L. <laughs> So here's how I've got it. I literally have in my notepads here, I have every team written down, right? And so I go week by week and I go, okay, so say like the Giants face the Cowboys. I think about who's going to win that. I go through and if I think the Cowboys win, I back out whatever wins they have, add another one. I I do the same for the losses. That sounds confusing. I'm just going to get every team's schedule and just put W's and L's. Okay, yep. That may be a lot of editing, but I think I can get it done. I'll, I'll show you off here what I'm talking about. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, was there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I don't believe so. Oh, wait, uh, our predictions for this weekend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, good, good call, good call, good call. Whew, that was scary. I almost missed that. All right, um, Patriots at Eagles. Patriots at Eagles. I'm going to predict the Patriots win with a final score of 17 to 14. 17 to 14. Okay. I'm going to. I'm actually going to start bolding the the one that you think is going to win. Why did that not take? I am salty. Okay, fine. Don't do that. I don't care. Um, okay, I think 
I think the Eagles will win 23 to, oh, we'll go 10, 23 to 10. So you're guessing an overall school of 31 mm. minus 33. It's land at 32. <laughs> <laughs> well, we both get a point. Uh, the Bengals at the football team. Let's go. Let's go with the football team win. Let's go 21 to 10. Uh, football team win 21 to 10. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think you're mistaken. It's going to be a 14 to, to 13 game. Uh, Bengals. Okay. Yeah, yeah, 14 to 13. Um, okay. Chiefs at Cardinals. Chiefs win 21 to 3. Ooh. Their defense ain't that good. Uh, I do agree. Chiefs win uh, 24 to 17. Uh, Bills at Bears. Bills win 20 to 10. 20 to 10. Okay. Uh, I agree. Bills win 21 to. Jets at Packers. Packers win 28 to 14. I'm going to make it a little closer than last week since I won't get burned. Um, Packers win 21 to 17. Uh, Falcons at Dolphins. Your Dolphins win, but not by how much? <laughs> yeah, Miami teabags them. I'm gonna go sixty-four to two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go thirty-five to fourteen. Holy cow! Yep. Um, I guess they did get destroyed this past week, like twenty-three to three. So, um, yeah, Dolphins definitely win, but they don't put up thirty-five. They put up twenty-four. And the Falcons only put up seven. Uh, the Ravens at the Panthers. Call it now. Panthers win 21-20. Oh, a nail-biter, huh? <laughs> uh, the Ravens are going to win 24-20. The 0-1 Lions versus the 2-0 Steelers. Uh, Steelers win. 28-20. 28? You think the Lions will score 20? Come on now. Uh, Steelers, 25. Lions, 16. Somehow. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, touchdown and but... what? Three field goals? Uh, I don't know. It's a number. It's up. It's up there. <laughs> Titans at Bucks. Titans... Uh oh. 21 to 9. Okay, give me a sec. My key fell off my keyboard. 
right. Uh, you said Titans twenty-one to nine. Yep. Uh, do, 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 do. Titans. I agree. Seventeen to ten. Uh, Texans at Cowboys. Cowboys win. We'll go. Yeah, we'll make this one a high-scoring affair because they're both their defenses are terrible. Forty-five, <clears throat> thirty-five. Oh my goodness! In yep. a preseason game. In a preseason game. I can. <laughs> let's ball out. Let's go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Texans are gonna win twenty-two to twelve. I will always predict every week one crazy game. Like, even in regular season, because there's always one. There, that is true. Uh, Colts at Vikings. Uh, Colts win 35-3. to three. Oh, wow. You think they get blown out again? Yep. Uh, I think the Colts do win, but I don't think it's a blowout. I think it's 25-uh-oh, uh, to... that's the wrong one. It is there we go, 25 to 17. 35 and 3. Wow. Okay. Raiders at Rams. Raiders win. Um, 28-21. Okay. I'll get behind that. Uh, Raiders will win, uh, but it won't be as high. It'll be 21 to 17. Uh, Broncos at Seahawks. Broncos win 28-23. Uh, I'm going to be different and say the Seahawks win by 122-21 somehow. Yeah. Uh, Giants at Browns. Browns win... 14 to... 17 to 14. Yeah, we're at 17 14. Okay, Browns win 31 to 17. Uh, 49ers at Chargers. 49ers win 19 to 16. That's what they... No, that was a different score. That was Arizona and the Cowboys score. Yeah. Stealing it. <laughs> I had to throw a wild one out there again. I mean, it's uh, not my blowout, but it's the it's the odd number game. Chargers will win twenty to seventeen. Uh, and finally, Jaguars at Saints. Jaguars win twenty eight twenty five. Um, I agree. The Jaguars will win. By three, fourteen to seventeen. Okay, there we go. All right, we'll see what happens. Other Is there... than that, I, I think we're, I think we're good to go All right. for this week. Well, I thank everyone for listening to this episode of the Punnett Podcast. We will see you guys again next Tuesday. Is when this one will get released. Until uh, then, Chris, anything else? Not really. All right. Well, you guys have a good one. We'll see you next week. Peace.